0: G'day Aussie Gridiron fans, and welcome to a, another episode of G'day Gridiron. We're past week 18. We're almost into the wildcard weekend. and Only two more days before game day. I'm back here in a uh, in a very virtual room over a long distance with my mate Manjot uh, and Matty C, who's joining Hi. us today. Hey guys, I know we're hey, all here. Ag- I know we're all excited
1: about wildcards aren't we so excited oh man best best weekend of the year so far so far you've why got a long way to find a guy more excited than me mate that's right and why are we all excited yeah. because all of our teams are in so 100%.
0: hey
1: yeah this is this is so good just to be in you know the wildcard playoffs i hope both our teams win in we set up that divisional round matchup next oh yeah week. that's gonna be so, amazing yeah firstly we've got a window first we go
2: in yeah oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so obviously we talk about that uh, no foreskinning yet but uh i foresee <laughs> something like that in the future
1: <laughs> hey we're so, yeah. getting the so references
0: definitely, in. Uh, let's go so yeah the uh the wild card wild cards are set we should run through them yeah. real quick let's run through them real quick because uh, we will we'll catch up on some week 18 stuff i think uh we'll have a quick chat i think we'll just let's just chat today about what happened in Week 18 games and some of these ones going forward into wildcards. It's the wild card weekend where it's at, really, isn't it? Um, so, AFC. Yeah. I wonder
2: about Week 18, to some of those games. What do you even take oh, from yeah. some of them? There's backups playing backups playing backups, and yeah. th- there isn't a lot to get out of some of those games.
0: There was probably only one or two games, really, that uh, are worth talking about, and it's just more of that fun aspect of things that happen later in uh, uh, Sunday game day, really. Um yep. that's the main thing. So uh well wild cards. So well the whole. Let's go. Playoff pitcher. Um, AFC, Chiefs won. So Chiefs won the AFC. Uh, well, sorry, got first in the AFC. So they've got a week off this week. Uh, Bills, Bengals, Jags, the Mighty Jags, uh, the Chargers, hey. the Ravens and the Dolphins are all in for the AFC wild card weekends. In the NFC, the Eagles got first place, so they get a week off, which they're going to really need. Uh, yeah. 49ers, the Vikings, the Bucks, unfortunately, the Cowboys, yeah. unfortunately, the Giants and the Seahawks uh, are all in the wildcard weekend.
2: There's
0: two unfortunately. Seahawks
1: wait, wait, are only unfortunate
0: for the 49ers because the 49ers up until now have had an amazing record against the the Seahawks. The 49ers are on an absolute roll. So you know that this is a weekend where the Seahawks will probably win because the 49ers will lay an absolute egg.
1: I I think so. Also, I I reckon (laughs) the Lions deserve to make playoffs. I'm scared about this weekend, but I reckon Lions deserve to make playoffs. That's why I said, unfortunately, the Lions, in my heart, their playoff team in everyone's heart, the playoff team, especially after what they did on Sunday Night Football, eliminating the Packers, I think we can all agree, the Lions are the people's champions in our hearts this year. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: that is that is very, very true, mate, very true. God bless uh, the
2: Lions, by the way. That Goffins has got it done.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the Goths. I, I love that. I love that Instagram. I'm taking that from
0: that. you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found that it. in the
1: Instagram comment section. That was the best. The Gothents, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jared Goff, deserves yeah. another year. Starting in the NFL. Really wish I could see him this weekend play, but unfortunately, the Lions lost a week two or week three game against the Seahawks by an outrageous score of 48 to 45, <laughs> which was a score of Gami as well. And that's what got them out of the playoffs. So, unfortunately, yeah, they just fell apart at that game, and that's what cost them. But look, it's still a good season for them, still a good season for the Seahawks. No one expected them to be here. So, yeah, that's why I'm worried. Yeah, well, while we're on this, mate, let's uh let's have a quick quick recap. Here's our bracket
0: of destiny, the the G'day Gridiron bracket of destiny that we Whoa, that's full goodness! Look at you uh, guys; you've been busy. Can we just we yeah. just got to point out officially on the podcast that the AFC is one hundred percent correct on the G'day Gridiron. Yeah, time. we got the AFC. Wow. Now, considering our our rate our our track record this season, or Manjot and i's track record with big predictions. Has been utterly fucking woeful. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised that we got any of them right, but to get the entire side of the bracket, amazing. Uh, I think what's the only oh, thing we got... we got? The only thing we got wrong is the lines, is not it, Major?
1: Holy yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: cow! Yeah. What yeah. am I 13
1: seeing? Out four... <laughs> Thirteen out of fourteen. And we did do this out coming out
0: of. We did do this coming out of week fifteen, didn't we?
1: Yeah, it's like so... two weeks before. Players, That's excellent. Still, we like, there was a lot up for grabs. Two, three, Quite a bit, Can yeah. You, the Steelers could have made playoffs. Steelers could have made playoffs. That's. Yeah. I, I was actually really interested to see if the Steelers could make the playoffs, but they unfortunately. I wouldn't
0: want. I it would have been a nice yeah. story to have I'll, the Steelers in the playoffs, but I don't. I, I wouldn't have wanted to see it because I. It would have just been embarrassing. I think.
2: Yeah, I don't think they belong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would.
1: Oh, like yeah. last year, it, it would, would have been sweet, been, yeah. but yeah.
0: It's not it like if like, oh, the Lions got in. That's, it's completely yeah. different. So, um, Agreed. The only other thing we got uh, wrong, two teams were there, but it was just the Vikings and the 49ers around uh, the opposite way and the two and the three teams. Uh And that's the Vikings fault more than anything. Yep. Uh,
2: Dolphins-Ravens flipped as well. That's it.
0: As a Vikings fan, that's yeah. um, half of the course to be disappointed by your team. So, we- Mate, I
2: know all about that from both the 99 champions game and the 17 championship game that's something that vikings and jags have in common is we've got biggest disappointments in the same two championship years yeah. oh no we're connected
0: brother we're connected we are connected. invisible string well, <laughs> oh, well, let's look at these wildcard matchups yeah. let's look at these wildcard matchups so we get over to have a chat about these. obviously there's things that happened in week 18 um we've already talked about the, the lions obviously that lion's Green Bay game before we do get onto these wild card matchups. Well, that's up. How awesome was that game to end the week? Um, Agreed. Uh, yeah, to end
1: the regular season. Yes, that was yeah. the greatest two game two hundred seventy two of the regular season that I've seen. And yeah. well, no, it can't be because last year's Chargers Raiders was better. That was the only other game two seventy two. But this was actually a pretty good second place, it was second ever game two seventy two. I think this was. This was incredible. I really love what I see from the Lions. I think their team really building some great momentum. Dan Campbell, this is why you got to stay the course, <clears throat> Texans, um, with your coach <laughs> and not fire them after one season. This is why you guys got to believe, trust the process, as the Philadelphia 76 would said yes, back definitely. in the day. Trust the process. And really, Dan Campbell, I was watching that first quarter interview uh, that he did on the sideline, I was like, Damn, they're ready to win this! Oh I yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I, like, I, how can you not be want to run through walls for that man once you hear him talk? Yeah, they like, bit
1: those Packers kneecaps off right there. After that, they it was, bit those kneecaps off. I love that from
0: Dan Campbell. It wasn't just it wasn't about the players being aggressive and um, coming out and hammering them. It was him pumping them up by believing in themselves and saying, "You can yeah. do this. You just need to do the simple things right, and we can do this." And that's essentially what they did for the entire game. They did the simple things correctly. Uh, there was some flashy. There was obviously some flashy stuff. Uh, there was a. There was a great. Was it fourth and nine? Was it that that one? The one that they the toss uh, from? Yeah, well, oh, they had the uh, the yeah. sort of, It's almost like a hook
2: and ladder, you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where uh, they ended up in Swift's hands, and he ended up picking up about six or seven after the first down as well, Lee. Yeah. So, uh, really, it looked yeah. a bit like the uh the Capital Bowl Championship game where we had oh, a, a hook and ladder touchdown yeah. in, uh, in the in the ACT gridiron. Play,
1: right. First play of the second half, that one Matthew Barber taking that of the to the house. Yeah, see, ridiculous. We got some ACT gridiron stuff, you know. There needs go, to be. Go, you go know it. You know it. it.
0: There needs to be more of it in gridiron. Those kind of plays. There needs to be more of it. It keeps so exciting yeah. when you see something like that. You just and you yeah. if you're watching that it, the official commentary that the, the commentary team blew up when that happened too, because it was uh, yeah. It was that just, play-by-play uh, guy
2: could not handle it. He just could not handle it. I don't know if you've ever caught up with that play-by-play guy from the ACT Gridiron League. He loses his mind. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, to I see it
1: in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but see in the NFL, like
2: any Lost his mind sort too. of
1: this level, any sort of level in the sport, if you're a coach and you pull off a play like that, man, you got to be happy and. Especially at the end of that game without the fourth and one. So I think that one was like a second down or third down play to set up that fourth and one. So at the when they got to fourth and one, I was like, they got to go for it. Gotta you go got to win it. the game. Yeah, the field goal's not going to do nothing. I know Aaron Rodgers, nope. don't give the ball back to him. You want to make sure you end it right now while you have the chance. Yep. I'm glad the Lions listened. They picked a great play. Quick pass over the middle by Jared yeah. Goff. In Goff, they trusted, right? Just yeah, ended them.
2: Love it, love it. That was so bold, and just that was the Dan Campbell speech, right? It was back ourselves.
0: That's the back yourself play.
2: That's walking the talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean,
0: I think the biggest, the biggest set of plays to me was actually the whole drive to um, to give them the the lines the go ahead touchdown. That was um yeah thirteen plays, seventy five yards, and, yeah. and it took eight minutes off the clock. But just the way that uh that Goff and, and Jamal Williams specifically ran that, that play, that whole drive, um and just chunk just little chunk plays and just picked off the Packers and picked off the Packers and ticked the clock down and then made sure they finished it with an actual yeah. touchdown. Um to go ahead. Yeah. So they finished the Yeah,
1: Jamal the Williams play. with that touchdown too. The revenge. Yeah. The revenge of the Very them, man.
2: un-Lions-like to do this too, isn't it? It's just, oh you, yeah. you're cheering for it because you go, this is not this team and this franchise's DNA to do this. To It's late in an important game and you need your quarterback and you're running back to just drive it down the field. Take a bunch of time. Don't do anything oh, stupid. Just chew it down. and any other team in the nfl you'd put ahead of the lions for a team you would trust to do that just knowing who they are and what their general you know uh, what their dna generally is so yep, it's yep. easy to cheer for the underdog doing that uh, uh, who was against the lions there only packers fans nobody else in the world was mad about that drive
0: no or about the game in general and that was right? that's the that's the beauty of that game i think is everything was on the line for that game for the packers it's unfortunate that the um, the Seahawks game earlier in the day was earlier in the day. Uh, it would have been yep. nice to have these two teams playing um, as if the win hundred percent mattered for their for, for their chances, uh, yep. and then have that, yep. that Seahawks game later in the te- in the day. Uh, there was some there's some real faults across week 18 in terms of NFL scheduling. They really, yep. um, I mm. think they went went uh- to. Too quick on on those Saturday games. They picked those Saturday games too quickly before looking at the overall um, picture in the whole league. Yep. Do yeah, you think, Major?
1: Yeah, I think so. Like looking at the way they should have done it. I think Packers Lions and Seahawks race. If you played those two games at the same time, right? So the Lions go ahead, they win. yeah the Seahawks are still in overtime. You think about Man. that. Yes. From that sort of perspective. It's like the Lions—they're watching in the at Lambeau Field. They're watching that game on the Megatron, and then they're seeing their playoff quotes go up in flames right then and there. I think, oh man, that would be heartbreaking for them. But it probably is the way to like decide these sort of things. I think, yeah, when you think about moments like that, like the World Cup, EPL—they do this a lot where they play games. All of the last day games are all, all at the same time. Like example in the EPL when when Man City won the title in 2011 against my beloved Manchester United and Man U fans had to watch at Old Trafford Aguero's goal. Like yeah. that sort of moment, you could have seen like a Jason Myers field goal at Lambeau Field and you would be like, ah, oh, damn, I feel for the Lions yeah. even more. But I, I would argue that this is probably the best way for Lions the Lions season to end because they they go out on a high rather than yeah. potential first round exits in the playoffs and maybe going out with that sort of low. Uh, they're going out on a bit of a high here and they are beating a division rival taking them out of the playoffs with them it's essentially like it's essentially like that WWE meme where the guy's behind him and ready to take him away that's exactly my vision when I see the lines in the Packers yes uh, and no today. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But yes and no. I think the Lions, if they if the Lions had
0: gotten in somehow, um, then having them as the seventh seed, they really the way that they were playing uh, yeah. throughout, especially throughout the latter part of the season, they were a real they're a real berserker team. So there's sort of yeah. Um, I mean, San
2: Francisco. To, did you want to play them?
1: Yeah. No. I didn't no, want really? to play I, any I, of those I, three teams. he potentially could have. Yeah, I is. wouldn't. I wouldn't have It's the Vikings either. No way. Yeah.
0: Even the, the Giants. So there it they, is. Yeah. The Giants are the best case scenario for the Vikings, and I still wouldn't. Don't like the the matchup. You know.
1: No. I'm just scared of playoff games in general. a <laughs>
2: yeah. Sixty, 60 minutes. Loser leaves the island is terrifying. Man. Unless you're Tom Brady and the Patriots. That, that's the only time yeah. it's not terrifying. For everybody else, man, it's heart in your mouth the whole time, and you you hate your matchup.
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah, right. Exactly.
0: And also, with the scheduling stuff, I think they can do a better job at um, not having a, a, so many teams play backups across the games because I think it really devalues the product that's on the screen um, by yeah. doing that. You really want – because you want your star players across the entire league on the field as much as possible. So
2: Yeah, right. Cause like, so who's watching that Cardinals game? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think you could have paid me to watch that.
1: No. I, I, I pride myself it. on
2: being someone who would walk across the street to watch anybody play, but I found it yeah. hard to be interested in that game.
1: Yeah, I watched it. Well, two reasons: one, the Niners were playing; two, was JJ Watt's final game. Want to give him another shout out for great career. But yeah, apart from like, if you're a Niners or Cardinals fan, yeah, you wouldn't want to watch that. But no. awful. Yeah, like at the same oh. time, I was watching all the other games on Red Zone. In a split screen on Game Pass, like literally, I could not care less about the Niners game at that point. I was like, it's better to watch Red Zone because, man, Scott Hansen taking us through that final day. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, you get every single bit of action. He's the he's the goat of like NFL sort of personalities, I reckon. Just amount of catchphrases and everything. He made that final day so much more fun. So, shout out to our boy from NFL Red Zone, Scott Hansen. You know, it's um, it was a great, great final day. I really enjoyed watching the Seahawks game, the the Giants Eagles game at the end. I was like, can they Giants please get a miracle? Please, Davis Webb, please do something. But yeah, <laughs> See, once if you but that's get... the
2: problem. Please, Davis Webb. Why are we saying yeah. that? Why is that? Yeah. Why is that something we're saying out loud at any stage? We should not be doing that if Dan Jones is
0: not hurt. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's right. The problem it, with Week 18, that's... right there. The Giants. No. That right there. Yes, yeah. and the Giants—they uh, played three tight ends for that entire game because they didn't want to play their their wide receivers at all. They want for Kenny
2: Galladay. Wow. <laughs> no, they want
0: to rest all of their wide receivers. Yeah. For for this weekend's matchup against the Vikings, so they played just tight ends the entire game, um, and, and that sort of thing. Whilst it's. Uh, it's exciting during a game to to match up, maybe do a three tight end set or something like that every once in a while. That's we shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that. It should be. You're not
2: devaluing time. the formation. You're just saying that's not yeah. what they do. That's not how they've won games this year. I don't want to watch them do that for a whole game no. because they're treating it like it's meaningless. Yeah. That's what you're telling me. Mm. Yeah,
1: exactly. exactly. Maybe it's the extra game too they added last year. Maybe that's made every uh, game I don't believe lose a that. little, a people- little value. Too many people going on about the extra game. I mean it's just I mean, extra games is good. I like it. But slowly
0: slowly increasing in amount of games over the seasons for, for reasons.
1: Yeah.
0: Um because it is it is a huge league. Uh, money. there's money. Yeah. Obviously is the number one reason because they what can I'm get saying? more money out of it. And obviously there's there's been other years where they've added teams and you've had to add extra teams extra games yeah. because you've got to sort of even out The matchups—they're reportedly going to go to to eighteen weeks, uh, eighteen games shortly anyway. So they're going to even out the whole thing again.
2: But I think that has to be week eighteen now. I think is two things, right? So week eighteen is oh, there's so many teams already have their playoff destiny sealed. There's so little for some of those playoff teams to play for, and there's so little for the teams who aren't even in the mix to play for. So you've really got this tiny pocket of teams where that's a meaningful game. But how great is it to have a whole extra playoff game for both conferences on wildcard weekend? So you've got to pick your poison. If you're going to have the extra cool, extra playoff game, which I know it's two versus seven, and when's seven ever going to beat two? It'll probably never happen. But uh, uh, one day it will. Only
0: this this week. Only this week. But one (laughs) day it will. But, I
2: mean, that's the price you pay to get that extra game, is that week 18 is shit. Because there's just so much less to play for.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent.
0: I, I just uh I just had a thought before we move on to um to wildcard, there was something else I want to have a bit of a chat about that that happened uh, was it today, Manjot, the players all pro came out? Yeah, it was today. Yeah, this yep. morning in Australian
1: time. So. This morning
0: Australian time. So there's uh the inaugural players all pro first team, uh, which was voted on solely by players. Uh, I've read that they weren't allowed to vote for themselves, and they weren't allowed to vote for any of their teammates. So they could only mm. they could only vote for for players from other teams, and they could vote on their their on both sides of the ball. So they could vote anybody yep. on both sides of the ball, vote all kinds of things. I assume you were voting for you, basically a team, a quarterback, a running back, a fullback, etc. Um, I assume that's yeah. what they did, and, and then they tally all those votes. So I mean, the the inaugural. First team is uh, let's uh, quickly run down any surprises here. Uh, there shouldn't be too much, but um, Patrick Mahomes is QB. No, yep. he's the MVP. Good. He's going to be the MVP. Absolutely, yep. I agree
1: with that. I've already, I've already given him patient performance of the year. So yeah. yep. there you go. He's my MVP pick.
0: Yeah, you um,
1: can list out on the NFL fancy if you want.
0: <laughs> Josh Jacobs is a running back.
1: Agreed. He led the good. league
0: in rushing. He was great. He's, he's amazing. I love that it's Josh Jacobs too. I love that they that the Raiders tried to put it. Well, they did. They played him in uh, the preseason games, which essentially was saying to everybody, "We don't want this guy, and we're going to cut him." And then Josh Jacobs has taken that in that as a challenge over eighteen weeks and gone, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be better than I've ever been, yeah. um, ever." And yeah, yeah, I oh, agree. Um,
1: and he's going to leave the team. And he's going to leave the team.
0: So... They screwed it. Yeah. They've really screwed it. The, the Raiders are, the, or they're going to have to pay him. They are going to have to come up with a lot of money. And if they don't, someone
1: say, is. Yeah. You know, someone is. Someone definitely. Yeah. That, that they took a gamble game. and they lost it, pretty
0: much. Yeah. There you okay. go. Um, your boy, Carl Juszczyk, is the fullback.
2: Of uh, course. It should he never be, be anybody else. It should never. It's the Carl Juszczyk it, award.
1: He's, he's cemented himself as a pro bowl and all-pro fullback forever. Until he retires, Agreed. pretty much. Agreed. Yeah, it's his. Wide is- receiver's.
0: Jefferson and Devontae Adams as wide receivers. Jefferson, yes. He led the league in in receiving yards uh, with 1,800 at nine. (laughs) But Devontae, I was a little bit surprised by Devontae. I think there are guys in the league that have probably performed better than Devontae Adams has over the course of an entire season. Um, Yeah.
2: Sometimes the players will give like a lifetime achievement award vote too. And I think that's a bit of a nod to, you're still pretty good with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I and, and I think he gets a little bit of that time with Aaron Rodgers lumped in there with a bit of the voting from players. Because I agree with you too. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily think he was one of the two best receivers in the league this year. But if you're going to need two of the time. better receivers in the league, you'd have to talk yeah. about him. Well, yeah, but not for 2022.
0: He's talking about Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell as yeah. well, Dolphins. Um, I would have even put up um, Amon Rase-Brown. Um, yep. He was amazing for the Lions for the entire season. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, I, I definitely
1: think, think, yeah, um, yeah, I'd definitely go with Hill 100% over Adams here. Jefferson easily deserves it. Guy mm-hmm. is, an, is a beast. He's incredible. So I, I would have gone definitely a guy like Justin Jefferson 100%. He has to be in there. Uh, I think he'll definitely deserve it. But apart from that, Kelly's for so the guys who are on the the edge for me. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I think Devontae is a little bit of a strange pick. But I, I I agree with what you're saying, yep. mate. Uh Travis Kelsey yep. tight end, that's a lock for yep. Eva. Even, yeah. even when he retires, it's still gonna be Travis Kelsey as tight end. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah. Only guy that can compete is Kittle pretty much, and that's it.
0: <laughs> and I don't think he can, he's coming close yet. Yeah. Um and I think I think would yeah. even agree. Um, Trent Williams, left tackle. Uh, yeah, it's
1: always going to be Trent. Trent yeah. is the best left tackle, potentially best offensive player in the league at this point. No one's better at their position than Trent Williams is in the entire league. We've uh, seen.
0: Joel Petonio, let's go. I,
1: I, I wonder about Kittle.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's a shot at 49ers, boy, over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I was. I, I was gonna say yeah, like just. What Don't worry about this Kelsey boy? <laughs> I, I think you know Kittle can be at that level. He just needs a better receiving game, sort of thing. I think we've seen that more with Brock Purdy now. It's just Garoppolo's held him back a little bit. That's just what I felt. But I think if he has a, if he has that sort of. A full season like he did in 2018, or like de- back off this year, where he's been on fire. Yeah. If he's done that over a full season, I think you can put him back in that conversation again, and you could even put him over Kelsey because of his blocking ability. But anyway, I wanted to just say, yeah, Trent Williams 100% gonna be best left tackle. Joel Batonio, as you just said, Ian. Yeah, uh, yes, I reckon. Are. I reckon. I respect this one. I think Betonio has been a very good guard. I'd love to see Chris Lindstrom from the Falcons be in this guard conversation. I think he's a right guard though, so he might have been out of this one, but he definitely was PFF's best guard this year. He was, he's been on fire for that Falcons team that hasn't had many stars. Lindstrom has actually no. been performing at his best every single week. I think he's a guy that should have been recognized by his peers as as one of the top players, but that being said, nothing against Petonio. I think Petonio deserves it as well. It's just, yeah, it's a little bit harder. But hey, yeah. That's been such I a run, run heavy
2: offense, too, to be honest, for a team who weren't winning a lot of games. And, um, you know, the, the volume of their offense came from the rushing game, which was surprising. And, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's difficult when you're on a team who've got that volume, who aren't successful, but are still so heavy on it um, to not honor that they're doing something right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yep. Uh Jason Kelsey is the center. Like that's an absolute lock. Easily the best center in the yeah, game. That's
1: pretty much it.
0: Um, you only this watch. year, yeah. You only have to watch the way that the the um that Kelsey and um hurts play QB sneaks. Uh, it's you, know, you look, you go. That's that's a total lock. I mean, they can get ten yards with yeah. a QB sneak. Those two. Um, hmm. Zach Martin at right guard, uh, Dallas.
1: Yeah, he's pretty much a lock too. Yeah. He has less holding penalties than Pro Bowls. We've seen that stat a million times on uh, NFL internet a, pretty it's much. A big,
0: and, and obviously that's a big stat for, for any guard uh, and any tackle is is holding penalties uh, because yeah. they are so easy to get these days.
1: Yeah, well, gosh. But he's so perfect. Those,
2: those interior defenders are, are so darn good now. It's really the only way that you can level the playing field is just to try and get away with a bit of holding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lane Johnson as right tackle. And then um, mm. Then we move on to the defensive side of the ball. So can Laker. you see
2: how big his smile just got? Did you see that? Uh, so I, I Laker, see Nick uh, name. Laker, Miles
0: um, Garrett. Just
1: Miles Garrett. Just Miles Garrett. Just Miles that's
2: Garrett. what he saw. He saw Miles Garrett. Look yeah. at that smile. No, no like, one give one me, me a sec. i
1: got to change jerseys for a sec. i uh, jersey. Yeah. got to change
0: jerseys. <laughs>
2: He's in his Bills jersey, a, did he say?
0: Taking a break. Is his Bills jersey. He's, Is that what he said? He's bought, he's bought a Brock Purdy jersey. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't be I'd surprised. be okay with that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the next one that's coming out. He's, uh,
2: he's added a lot of jerseys in the last 12 months. Here we yeah. go. Fred Warner, MVP, Fred Warner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get my boy Fred Warner some respect Defensive as well. player did-
2: of the year, Fred
1: Warner. I wouldn't even mind that either. He he he's one of the guys that should be in the conversation, but he won't be. But yeah, I I, I when I saw Nick Boyce's face, of course my face lit up. I was just yeah. look. I've been saying it for weeks. Everyone's gonna hate me forever because I've been on that Nick Boster's Defensive Player of the Year train and no one believed in me. If he does win it, I, I don't know. I'll be pretty happy. I won't try and rub it in too much to my boys here, it, Ian um, and Matty.
2: Oh, I've strange, been giving um, you garbage about
0: it,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> is it strange that um that the Miles Garrett conversation hasn't been as loud this season? But he's, he Yeah, has,
1: I agree. But he has
0: been like very quietly well overachieving in the background just and I think I it's it, I think it's the Cleveland thing which has um stopped that a lot uh and obviously all the, their their weird decisions and the controversy surrounding that team at the beginning of the season um
1: I
2: yeah. was surprised to see him here that that's kind of what tells you I guess that maybe he had a quiet achievement season I was just surprised to see him there
1: He still had the 15 sacks he still is on fire this year that's why I picked him up in our recent IDP draft when all of us Aussie for fancy boys have been doing. He was the first defender I actually took on our team because I know Miles Garrett, he's a guy that can really rack up those sacks. He's he's a guy that really really has a knack for yep. just really going off to the quarterback. And I think that Miles Garrett is a guy that I'd really love to see in the Hall of Fame someday. I know what he did to Mason Rudolph and all that. He can be it can be a bit of a blight, but I think he's really learned from it. I, I do like to see if people give him a second chance, move on from that incident. It's definitely a bad look on him. But then since then, he's oh. been on absolute 10 the last few seasons. Since He was a very, very think... serious contender
2: for that Walter Payton Man of the Year Award just last season, which shows you how far he's come.
1: Yeah, 100%. And look, Mars Garrett is that guy for Cleveland. He's the hmm. he's almost is the face of the franchise for that team. I know we talk a lot about Watson and Chubb, but I, I put Garrett as their best player on this team. And he's really shown every week he's gone out there. He still plays the game with all his heart. And yeah, I mean the Browns may not rack off wins, but I think Garrett definitely still is a top five, probably top three defensive end in this entire league i think he deserves a ton of credit for what he's done this year so we know who's missing though don't we yeah i don't agree who's missing missing? i think think micah does deserve a spot here somewhere i think the problem with him might have been where to fit him though because i know where to fit
2: him i'm looking at it (laughs)
1: just miles garrett's the third yeah he's the third
2: and and mike i do agree
1: I I I agree agree
0: with that. I agree too, yeah. Absolutely.
2: You know, I I I don't think that's a controversial take either. I think Miles Garrett's probably just, you know, maybe the things that he does around the league is helping him in a way that that doesn't help when it's a a vote by your peers. To to have him have really shown the character and the fabric of his fibre after that horrible incident with the helmet and then to come back and be... In the running for the Walter Payton Man of the Year award really shows the commitment that he's made to trying to show that no, I'm a leader. I'm that that was a momentary blight, and and that it, it'll get shown over and over again. But that won't be my legacy. Um, and I think that's what helps you with the vote like this when it's amongst peers.
0: Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Um, interior defensive linemen Chris Jones and Aaron Donald. Um, I like
1: this. Yeah,
0: I like that well- too.
1: Yeah, Donald's definitely going to be a guy that's always going to get respected, so he's always going to get the vote. Chris Jones, another monster year. I think yep. he led all interior defensive linemen sacks. was in the top three for them. So, look, Jones, he deserves his spot here, too. So, he's an absolute beast for KC.
0: Yep. Uh, nose tackle, Dexter Lawrence.
1: This um, is the,
2: yeah. like, least uh, fun position in football, too. If you've Absolutely. just... Yep. You're just wedged between, you know, just everybody in the middle there and you're meant to make it. That is thankless. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh,
0: Off-ball linebacker. We had a little bit of discussion about this earlier. <laughs> middle linebacker. Uh, that, uh, Fred Warner and uh, Roquan uh, Smith. Your boy Fred Warner there, man. John, there's a lot of 49ers no on
2: this on this team. No, no argument with the Fred Warner core, but what do we think
1: about the Roquan Smith one?
2: Honesty well, corner, it's, what do we think? I,
1: I think, Maddie, there might be a little bit of a case and it's gonna be sounding controversial, but there's a guy down there in your part of the world, Jacksonville, who leads the NFL in tackles. Fosad con, And I think a lot of casual NFL fans have not heard his name probably until the back half of this year, if at all. Because this guy, what well, one, he's played for the Falcons and the Jags in his career. But yeah. he's led the league in tackles like the last two or three years consecutively. He's led every single year. And I think this is a guy that really... People are overlooking when when we're talking about off-ball linebackers. I think he deserves a lot more credit. Roquan, I I would say he's definitely up there. He's definitely a guy, I would say, that deserves this. But... I put a case honestly for Flyersado Low This guy is putting himself, his his entire body on the line every single week, just stopping the run, stopping the pass, helping the Jags defense a lot. Like his signing in the offseason, I actually thought it was one of the best signings the Jags did, along with the Christian Kirk one and everything. I think I think this was definitely the Jags best signing of the offseason because it really shored up their front seven. A guy who can really tackle in there. And I think lot love NFL fans. I feel like I'm really overlooking this. I haven't, I haven't talked about this on Good A Gridiron a few weeks ago. I put him in team yeah. of the week after an 18 tackle game. So I think, you know, like personally, I've probably had a bit of a bias towards him, but I think he's a guy that's really overlooked by casual NFL fans. I feel like a lot of players in the league might also overlook him as well because he doesn't really get as much of the ball, say interceptions or pass to or any any of that i think he doesn't get as much of that so as in comparison to a warner or a smith i think yeah that might let him down but he deserves a mention here to be honest so i, I just wanted to put that okay. one out there right, i was
2: going to say too just have a look at the teams that all these guys play with and then have a think about a guy like him and just how often a day on a national tv game
1: yeah Exactly how often
2: are all these guys, Philly, San Fran, the Chiefs, yeah. the Rams, that yeah. these guys are just, you know, Denver, even shitty, shitty Denver are getting a heap yeah. of TV. And you know, so you get some nice, really high achieving players on, you know, our defense isn't great and he has to do a lot to just keep us competitive. Um, and, and as soon as our defense is better, his stats are gonna take a real hit. But um, yeah, they saw that he's that kind of volume monster and we needed that. Next year, hopefully, our defence is better and we don't need to rely on him so much.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: 100%. And While we're on Roquan Smith, uh, just today as well, Roquan Smith signed a monster five-year monster. extension with uh, oh, the Ravens. Man. $100 million in five years to so $20 million per season, making him the highest yeah. paid inside linebacker in the league. Uh, interestingly enough, what it actually does, it stops him from becoming a free agent and yep. it frees up the franchise tag for the Ravens, who are obviously expected to franchise tag Lamar Jackson uh, within the next couple yeah. of months. I you
1: can't reckon... let him
2: hit the market. You can't let him leave your 100%. building. 100%. Yep.
1: Yeah, you can't let both of them leave the building. And I'm a bit worried for the Ravens here. I think this might be an ugly situation with Lamar. And... That's not me saying Lamar's a diva. I think he deserves like a long-term contract. This dude is absolute baller. We all know my feelings about Lamar Jackson, how I think he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, get more respect if he has more weapons around him. The Ravens haven't provided him any of that compared to all the other league quarterbacks in the league. So for me, I really want the Ravens to just hash out a long-term deal with Lamar only used yeah. the franchise tags of last resort. And, yeah, I'm I'm really feeling for Lamar at this point. I just think he needs to get paid. I mean, the Ravens, they're looking like first-round exits at, right now without him. So just just want to say, yeah, Lamar deserves They're not it. there but without him. Point. They're not even there yeah. without him, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. But
2: if that team has Lamar healthy for every game of a season, you just put him in the playoffs, don't you? Yes,
0: yes, exactly. absolutely. And That's they would all you have need been. to do. They, like, they were on they were on track They were on track to absolutely make the playoffs until Lamar got hurt. Yeah.
2: And then they exactly. all of a sudden look like a one and fifteen team without him. But yeah. he's suffering the Andrew Luck effect of just he is clearly the truck. Yes. Everyone else on his offense he is the trailer. Yes. And they're not yeah. looking good. I never, and then I never as soon really, as
0: he's not there I
1: never really thought of that down.
0: comparison either it mm. is it is the yeah uh, that's actually
1: one yeah, and he, that's actually goes, cool. he goes
0: out there every single week and gets beat to hell because of the rest yep. of the team as well so that's why he's yeah. he has to yeah. run so much as well and why he ends up injured so so much so, yeah maybe is, the rg3
1: maybe you could put rg3 in that conversation like uh, lamar could be like the next rg3 unfortunately where he's really boomed out as a young very promising that quarterback would be and then and then, unfortunately, because you know he's had to run a lot to carry a, a shitty offense, then he's he's gonna get injured. That's the sad mm. reality. But yeah. I think Lamar, if he does get a chance to ball, I, I definitely think he can be into consideration for best quarterback in the league. Like he has that sort of talent. I know We've people it, are gonna yeah. really, yeah, people are really gonna shit on me, but I think he can really be up in that Mahomes tier, uh, Allen tier, Herbert tier. Oh, like the conversation of best quarterback in the league because we've seen it. He's won, he's the youngest guy to win a Heisman, youngest guy to win MVP. He has the talent. He just needs the players around him. And I think the Ravens, they've done a massive disservice to his career. Yeah. And yeah, I'm honestly expecting them to go one and done in the playoffs on Monday morning. Yeah. I just really don't have high hopes for them. I think their offseason does start, unfortunately, on Tuesday because they'll lose on Monday. I just think that's how it is. But Lamar, yeah, he's he's pretty much got them there, like, a yeah. lot of the time. And I think yeah. he deserves a lot more respect from the fans in the league as well. Another player, I feel like, gets Definitely. disrespect. I think too much hate for him. So I'm um, for Lamar defending again. You know, my Lamar defender badge has come back. I'm really excited to announce it's come back. You know, I'm getting ready for off season Lamar haters. So, you know, come at me while you're at it. It's all yeah. good. At Pastry press, press NFL with all your hate. Yeah, you know what it is. At Pastry me.
2: Press NFL. We'll spell it for you later. <laughs> uh,
0: moving on with this then. Quarterbacks, uh, Pat Satane uh, for Denver, Darius Slay, Philly. Uh, absolutely, Slay has been a, a monster. Pat Sertain's had a great season, actually.
1: he is- yes. Source should is- have made it over Sertain, respectfully. Agreed. Well, and I'm Agreed. okay with
2: either. I'm fine. I, I don't mind any yeah. of those three.
1: Totally I think agree. the players, though, like, the players haven't voted in a rookie, no. I think, in this whole team. There's not even one single rookie on this team. So I think this is more of a respect thing from the players there. They're like, okay, Source, you had a good rookie year but you're not in the best players in the league conversation. That's what they're saying. Whereas us fans, we can say, oh, yeah, Source should have made it. It's just I think the players definitely have this sort of respect thing where Source has to earn it by playing great for two seasons or three seasons, however long they decide. I think, yeah, Source just got wasted time. So, yep. yeah, it's not disrespect to Source. It's just I think that's the way the players' minds are working right here. I think you definitely see it like here like Slay. He he's been a great corner in yeah. Detroit and at the Eagles. The last couple of safeties, I'll read them out. Minka Fitzpatrick from Pittsburgh, Durbin James Jr. from the Chargers. These two always get a lot of respect from the players yes. as well. They're both hard hitting, hard nosed football players. I think players the other players respect that. They're like, we don't want to mess with that dude. We don't want to mess with him come Sunday night football or the national spotlight or on Sunday yeah. afternoon. We don't want to see this guy. And I think that's the sort of thing we're seeing from the players here.
0: Yeah. And then we're on special teams. Kick returner, Corderell Patterson. Um, he could have been up further or two. Punt returner, uh, Kevontae Turpin. Uh, core team. Yeah. Oh, he's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was... yeah, I was going to say Turpin is kind of a rookie because he he came directly from the USFL. He's a USFL yep. MVP, yeah. So he's kind Yeah. So he's he's kinda yeah, one of those young guys. So, you know, good on Turpin, you know, great rise for him as well.
0: Yeah, so core cool team is Jeremy Reeves and Justin Hardy. Uh the kicker, Jason Myers, interesting choice. Interesting mm. choice. Um yeah. pun- punter Tommy Townsend, also an interesting choice. Uh, and long snapper Morgan Cox. So, yeah, I think kicker punter uh, are a little bit controversial.
2: Yeah, Manchot's got yeah. opinions on who we'd put in there for
1: sure. Come on, uh, Justin Tucker, man. Yeah, definitely Tucker. Exactly. He's got to make, one make of it two
0: of you to say this. Yeah, how is it not Justin like, Tucker? He's yeah, automatic. Tucker,
1: he's a robot. Yeah, Tucker. Yeah, he <laughs> I makes. I only missed one kick all year, see. hasn't he? <laughs> Yeah. And it was and like it a 7,000
2: yarder <laughs> that was blocked because it was a th- line drive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like end of the half, so no one literally cared. And oh. uh, just one final p- point, I really love that video of Jeremy Reeves making the Pro Bowl, his announcement from Rivera. I thought that was a very good video that I saw recently. That was pretty heartwarming. Really, really like to see a guy really fighting for his entire job and everything just go out there, get out there and he performs like a Pro Bowl, gets recognized for it. I think players also recognize it too, so good on Reeves, you know. One of the one of the guys you don't hear much of, but he still makes an impact every week, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. I totally agree. Uh yeah, well Tommy Tucker was an interesting one for me as well as a punter. I just think, oh yeah,
2: Tommy Townsend. Yeah.
0: Tommy Townsend, sorry. Um sorry, Justin Tucker, Tommy Townsend. Yeah, yeah, no, it's their love, Charles, right? Got it. To it to, like some kind, of, some kind of Super Saiyan shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's an image right there. <laughs> just dancing here. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it, 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 that was an interesting choice. There's, there's obviously punters. That, there's not, there aren't a lot of punters that are consistently playing good in a game. So, yeah. Interesting,
2: that's all. We've been looking at punters a little bit in the Aussie NFL fantasy show, just because through Manjot's segment there where he does a pastry performance every week, we've been talking about an Aussie performer every week and because of how heavily slanted towards punting that is. We've actually spent quite a bit of time talking about the punters, Uh, just the Aussie ones, you know. Um, So I guess if we were going to be super, super, super biased, we'd probably talk about our boy, Mitch Wishnowski, who's, I think it's probably an undervalued part of what San Francisco does really well. The defense is great. They're also, and, and their offense has been really humming, but you don't get to be as good as they've been for 10 straight weeks without your special teams being really, really good too. And and Mitch has played terrifically well.
0: I would have gone, to me more, it was more about, um, it was about Ryan Stonehouse. Um, more? Yeah, well, had, and then he, he had, had the had to, longest he, Yeah, and, he led to, and he, yeah, well, he's got 53 average. So in terms of stats, which yeah. I just sort of looked up as well, just to make sure, um, yeah, he's 53.1 uh, average, whereas Tommy Townsend is 50.4. Uh, and, and just Stonehouse, uh, uh, because he's done probably 40 more punts because of the way Tennessee played this season, um, he's, he's 4,700 yards in, in punting this season. Yeah. that's a passing uh,
2: season right there.
0: <laughs> that's right. Whereas, whereas yeah. that's all the home most other punters are in are in the two and a half thousand range, so yeah, it's just it's just interesting, you know. That, so again, these are selected by players. So these are what the players think. Yeah. Um, these are the, who the players respect, as Manjo obviously pointed out. There's going to be a, a little bit of um, uh, the way the players uh, are just seeing guys uh, as a as a respect thing as well. So. Yeah. It is funny
2: though, don't you think, for these positions, right? So punter, we measured how success goes on things like, well, was your team winning because of what you did? Or as you've come up with, oh, average. And now we talk about averages. Well, okay, then we'll have a handful of them game. So you kind of got to talk averages because... The the volume won't ever be so comparable, but we don't do that for anything else. We never talk about, well, who's the highest average per reception? Who's the highest average per rush? We, we don't care about that sort of stuff. The way we talk about, well, who was the leading rusher? Who was the leading receiver? Who had the most touchdown passes? Who had the most passing cuts? It's just kind of funny that as soon as you take away and go straight to, okay, so this is a special teams position. We completely change the rules about how we talk about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Jack Waddle would be the best wide receiver in the league with that sort of average yeah he gets downfield sits that. in
2: between the uh, between zones and, and gets that ball and turns upfield, and gets a few more yards every time like eight. but we never talk about that and he doesn't get enough targets to, to ever be in the conversation at the top end
0: yeah you know, it's just yeah. a thought just, just yeah, hold one yeah, yeah go, major, go
1: major go Oh, i was gonna just like quickly just because i saw it a bit on my twitter timeline but so one thing i didn't given an award for on the page before the year awards show, I did an Aussie, I've fancy coach of the year, of course. So, uh, you guys, any picks for coach of the year so far this year in regular season play after 18 weeks, who would you guys pick?
0: Coach of the year.
1: Um, yeah, I'm putting you guys on the spot. I know we did not prepare. I've got an for opinion. I, I, I can
2: just see Ian thinking pretty hard about it. And I wonder, do I jump in front of him or do I let him go? There you go, you go, you go.
0: You I just say, give it to
2: Dan Campbell. Have a go at that guy.
0: Oh, and no just... one took
2: him seriously before week one when was like, "We're going to be out there biting." No one took him seriously, and he had a team on the edge of the playoffs, and they played really darn well as the season went on. Yeah. They, okay, they they were flawed. You you scored forty five points and you lost a game, um, but you know. These, that, that team didn't turn around just because. Like, so something Dan Campbell doing in there is, is great. It's not like they've got tremendous weapons. You've got Amon Ra. We've seen Jameson Williams is a great draft pick. He's really not shown any of his potential. They've scooped up just off cuts to make running backs. Um, DeAndre Swift is never healthy. They just kind of found Jamal Williams looking for a home and they've turned him into a running back, a bona fide, real playoff running back. I don't know. I feel like the guy deserves some credit.
1: Yeah, some yep. of the guys they mentioned on the NFL Network graphic for this were, of course, the front runner. I reckon Nick Sirianni; he's probably going to win the yeah. award because he Look, had most wins.
0: It's all Nick Sirianni, yeah. and, and I don't I don't totally agree with that either because they have been. A, I, I get it.
1: It's a very it.
0: lo- it's a very loaded team, and they kept loading during the season. It's yeah. not yeah. as 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 somebody who has been a coach of of a of a sport sporting team before. It's not hard to coach. Talent so to coach yeah. to, to coach upper talent, no,
2: because you're teaching yeah, you're coach. coaching personalities, then you're not coaching yeah. football, yeah, right, 100%. exactly.
0: Yeah. So, you're not having to manage them. Yeah. I would actually, to me, it, it would have been a little bit of a toss up between Brian Dayball, um,
1: yeah, yeah. The only
0: thing that lets down Brian Dayball is is that well, they started six and one, and then obviously they end up nine seven and one, so the season went off yeah. the rails a
2: yeah. bit, plates
0: wobbled, yep, yeah. but he did take a Giants franchise franchise that was absolute garbage, hot garbage, uh in the twenty twenty one season and has taken them to be a, a playoff team. And then yeah. similarly Doug Peterson, who is who picked up yeah. the, the absolute broken jigsaw puzzle that Urban Meyer left and yep. has taken that Jags team from dead last to playoffs. Worst yeah. team
2: in the world Twice in a row. Twice in a Twice row. Twice in a row. That's exactly. really hard to do.
0: And now, the, and now you're nine and eight in in uh in the playoffs, uh, and with a really good, a really really good chance to get a win this week over. The oh Chargers. yeah, More like, than We're a really game. flawed
2: oh. roster, but he's done a good job of massaging that. And I think that's I think, right. that's what coaching is. It's coaching is it's get exactly, the imperfect yeah. basket of groceries and make a great meal. And like, I think Nick I Sirianni think is that. making filet mignon. Well,
0: have right. a look at the cuts and meat he's got. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And I think you have to put <laughs> it the same as what you said, Matty. It would be Brian Dayball, Doug Peterson, Dan Campbell, all basically in there for the yeah. same reasons and almost at the same level, essentially. Yeah, I do think that's 100%. the reasons they
2: should be in it. You don't give it to a guy who's got the best record because he's got a great roster. You give it to these people yeah. who are emerging with shite rosters.
0: But the other the other yeah. one that's the other one that been in the conversation, which I'm sure is in that list you were looking at, Mayor is Kevin O'Connell. But oh, the same Nick Sirianni the... is yeah. Kevin O'Connell took a team that were underperforming. They The talent on the Vikings is so much better than what they put out in 2020 and 2021. So much better. Yeah. And he yeah. took the oh, do, same I'll, team I'll look, do, in 2021 and said, no, that's not how you should be playing. This is how you should be yeah. playing. And they win. But
1: he And I think that's yeah. what makes
2: him worthy. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the oh, actual true. other one. So yeah, it was sort of four that were on the NFL Network get graphic: was Sirianni, Old Peterson, and Carl Shanahan. So those those four. And I think, look, again, I, I, don't, not, I don't agree with. Shanahan, I, I don't want but... to. I, I don't want to be biased, but look, of I mean, Shanahan deserves. Of he deserves, be. To be com- he deserves to be in the com. He deserves to be in <laughs> conversation. I, I think a, a dude that's leading a team. That started three and four, won ten straight games, had to play through three quarterbacks. You know what you know,
0: you know the only does... reason the only reason Shanahan should be in the conversation is because that team had the foresight to draft yeah. or to pick up and have three quality quarterback um prospects in terms of in terms of people that that uh, have ability. Now, obviously Brock Purdy yeah. was drafted, he's a rookie, but they obviously saw something that they could do long term with him and he's just um I don't know. Yes,
1: game fit, I reckon. Listen game him, fit, but, but he's
0: also, as the, the person, yeah. the player, has taken that opportunity and shown that he's he's made for for what he's doing, Um, which yeah. is what you want out of any quality. But in terms of they're the only team in the league that went, we need depth at quarterback. Where Everyone else just mm-hmm. went, we need a top QB, and then this the QB2 can be, yeah, whoever, whatever. Now, the yeah. team
2: went into the year with two quarterbacks at the top of their roster, who've both shown an inability to stay healthy, so they kind of yeah. had to. But to to go in with okay, so you got Trey Lance, who's our heavy investment, and then you've got the oh shit, if that car breaks down, at least we've got the beaten up Corolla out the back, break glass in case of emergency, and then there's the oh fuck, that's gone too, and now I need to use the scooter, and that's you know that's what Purdy has was to yeah. that was what he was to be. Um he's proven yeah. is more than that. and I mean there's what's the chance he stays there in the next couple. Like these 7th round picks they're, they're there for nothing and unless turns you out, secure him Turns, out, turns
0: out Brock yeah. turns out Brock Purdy is a, is is better than the the busted ass Toyota Corolla and he's the like the brand new <laughs> Toyota H6. So yeah. <laughs> is that like, scooter but
2: you, what you didn't know is it was a motorized scooter. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's he's in the same, he's the same he's in the same league in the same stable as Jimmy G. Just with added benefits, the new yeah. improved yeah. version. And so.
2: considering what he yeah. was meant to be, he's like, oh well, shit. Yeah. So I've got a bike; I can still more get more- to work. You know that that was what he was supposed to be. It wasn't the family yeah. car. He wasn't even the just. Oh shit! I can borrow a car off a neighbour. He's the. I'm down to my bike, um, and he's proven he's yeah. just so much more worthwhile than that. I'll have a tough time hanging on to it.
0: One of these conversations. Yeah. This is actually a conversation I wanted to bring up in the offseason. Yeah. Um, and I want. Oh. I wanted to break out a bit of the the Maddie C uh Aussie the nfl special with the who, <laughs> who would you rather uh oh. discussion because um these are one of those things you know when you when you look at yeah uh, jimmy g or brock purdy you know and the the benefits and there's others across the league that i've noticed um the the who would you Rather"s um Ooh. you can do yeah they were fun I'm doing
2: them in the pre-draft series they were the so NFL. I, they were very I,
0: I thought about that for, like for the G'day off season, so. Um, we'll Hundred yeah, percent. Oh, yeah, we'll get some guests on. Oh, we'll get talking about
1: playoffs. it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's. We
0: need to but... get a Taylor in so we get Taylor takes on everyone. I'm desperate for Taylor oh, to join yeah, the no, show. Definitely. My uh, God. So
1: am I, right? Yeah. Oh, Playoffs. We should
0: move on. Oh, let's by on the way, the just want
1: to clear up. Just want to clear up. I had Doug Peterson as my coach of the year. Okay. I just wanted to put that once. Yeah. Okay. I, I know people are going to be like, oh, surely you did. you not, Shanahan. but it's actually Doug Peterson. He deserves it. I just wanted to put some cases out for Shanahan because people got overlooked him. But Peterson deserves it. If you're taking a team that went two times in a row, number one overall pick to the playoffs, that's something no other coach has done in NFL history. Yeah. I think this was historical and Doug Peterson deserves it, you mm-hmm. know and that's why the jags in the playoffs and sunday we get to see them after the 49ers so there you go some matchups we do
0: we do we do, we do. so um in terms of matchups let's just talk about that one jags chargers right. like i said is probably one of um is probably one of the more interesting and we talked about this earlier the interesting matchups and interesting teams in the playoffs versus the the same old same olds um You know, in in how you wouldn't feel better. Like I personally, the playoffs wouldn't mean as much to me if the Patriots were there or the 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 Bucks were better and higher. Like they were going to sweep the league, and you know, it'd just be there's a there's some boringness to it. But this season, the way this season has gone, oh boy, what it's just been total berserker mode every single week for on every single game. Um, Jack's charge. Jags charges. We're going to see. This is the future, really, isn't it? It's Herbert versus Lawrence. This is the future of the league. Absolutely.
1: 100%.
2: Well, have a look and... at the quarterbacks, and they're all young. Just every single one of them on, this, on yeah, the it, uh, AFC side. i read
0: something today that uh, Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the playoffs, yeah.
2: and he's like 27.
0: Yeah. Is that right, Manjo? Oh, or well, 20? oldest in the yes, AFC because yes, you it. have
2: guys like Kirk they... Cousins and, you know, Gino. Yeah, and... He's the
1: oldest so, quarterback, yeah, in the, the AFC. AFC sorry, in the yeah. AFC.
2: Dead I don't know if you've heard of Brady. Stetson. There's a guy named Brady who's pretty <laughs> old. Yeah. yeah, I don't see. I don't oh,
0: think about man. the fucks anymore. They're just they're hot garbage.
1: Yeah, yeah. look, look, guys, Stetson Bennett's damn near older than half these quarterbacks in the AFC, and he yeah. just won a national championship with George. Everyone Georgia.
0: needs to get off the Stetson Bennett thing. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, he's going to make a very nice clipboard time.
2: holder somewhere else. Like he's going yeah, that, to be damn good at holding clipboard. Draft
1: time. <laughs> Yeah, but congrats to Georgia. Look, now the real playoffs start. Though, you know, none of this boring college blowout yeah. shit. This is the real stuff. The real football. Yeah, men and against men now. Yeah, look, Jags charges. I really like this matchup. I I like the way the Jaguars are going. I, I think they're really rising up. Actually, I've I've watched them over the last few weeks. They've got some real quality wins. They're on the up and up, and. Does anyone remember that time when I boldly predicted the Jaguars to hold the Charges like under twenty points? I just want this is the only big prediction like I actually was noteworthy on this entire show because, man, like they held them to like ten points. That was like the most embarrassing. They embarrassed me with that prediction actually. They like that that was how good they were in the first the the time they actually met with them. The Charges in the regular they, they season. So they blanked them. It was they blanked zip. them. It's twenty four zero. I mean, I, granted, like, the Chargers were missing, like, literally everyone, but still, like, the way the Jaguars dominated that game was very impressive, and that's what could happen on Sunday afternoon, but I think the thing is, the Chargers are a lot better, Keenan Allen's back, you know, I think Mike Williams, he's probably playing, I saw the picture of him getting cut off, but he's probably going to play. You know, Herbert, he's going to have all his receivers again. It's not just going to be Eckler this time. He's going to have actual wide receivers rather than practice squad guys. He's still second in the league in passing yards despite all of these practice squad wide receivers he's had. And Josh Palmer, of course. Josh Palmer, he deserves some respect. just want to say he's a, he's a good dude. Absolutely deserves respect. Um, Yeah, but for me, it's just the Jags hosting a playoff game on Saturday night. Our Al- Michael's commentating and everything's on NBC, so it's, it's going to be a weird time for the Jags. It's like, you never see them with this much exposure before. You never see them with this much, sort of, attention around them. Like, Trevor Lawrence has yeah. brought this much attention to them. Same with the Chargers. Like, no one gave a shit about the Chargers when they moved to L.A. Like, they lost all their San Diego fans. They had no fans in L.A. However, it's kind of given them a bit more respect. Granted, they still have, really, a few fans. But I I would say that, still, both these quarterbacks' command respect for their franchises could bring a lot of fans in. It's probably the battle between two of the lesser-known franchises in terms of fan bases and that. But I think... I think this will be a good game, though. I think a lot of NFL fans should tune in, despite how irrelevant you might think both teams are. They're actually pretty relevant now. I think both these quarterbacks are here to show that their franchise is really, really good built. Justin Herbert could have been a number one overall quarterback in 2019 if he declared, you know, Trevor a the number one overall in 2021. So these are two guys, high-end prospects, you know, both in their first playoff series, both have led their teams back to relevance. I think the Jaguars. I, I really like the way both teams play, but I think the Jags' home field advantage, Duval Country, they'll all be really, really rising up for this game. And I think, I think the Jags get this done. I, I, I Chargers might have more talent, but I think the Jags have that sort of fight in them, that sort of grit in them, and I think they'll win and possibly move on to KC. I think this might be the, the Jags' time. Even though I probably predicted the Chargers up to this point, I think I'm slowly changing it to the Jags. I think there's something about them.
0: This um this TV slot to this game time is is a perfect game time, as Benjot said for this for this Jags team, isn't it, Matty? This season, The twelve fifteen uh Sunday for uh, Australian viewers, um. Yeah, middle actually, of the day. That's great. Of the day <laughs> on Sunday. There's only two games on Sunday too. So obviously, 49ers Seahawks is a, a eight thirty a.m. game, and um, this is the one straight after it. Middle of the day on a Sunday for us. Great for you. Great for Jags. Australian Jags fans. Australian
1: Chargers fans. Oh, I hope I'm not upset by the time I'm watching that. <laughs> yeah, just want really? to say that. But look, Land by the pool, watching this one. <laughs> I, hope <laughs> we're, I hope we're happy, Maddie. I comment Sunday night. I oh, hope we're both happy. <laughs> you know, go to sleep. You'll be real happy because the Monday. Jags are going to get their win, man. That's yeah. that's enough to make anyone's yeah. heart
0: warm. But this is great,
2: Jackson and Betty. Yeah, as a team who aren't perennially terribly successful, we've actually got a pretty decent playoff record. We're seven and seven all time, and I think once you get to pointy games, it's kind of it's strange to think the Jags have won as many as they've lost. Um, and the last time we were there. Um, I've heard people sort of trying to point to that and being like, yeah, it's a bit the same. It, it's, not, it's not nearly the same. We've got a far better quarterback who just doesn't have anything around him with the quarterback we had last time. Uh, he had he had a great defense. We don't have a great defense. Um, the good thing is we're playing against a team who also don't have a good defense. True, um, yes. So where, where we've been strong this year is that, and, and we've done, done this the last two seasons, inexplicably as a bad team, we've just been the Falcons, just ran the damn pill. Um, And now we've finally got a terrific running back who's here to stay to do it. Um, The Prince who was promised as I've heard him called on Fox sports a bit. Uh, Trevor, I think he has definitely emerged. I still think he has got very much off cuts for, for his stars around him. Christian Kirk is good. Zay Jones was homeless. Evan Engram was homeless. Um, Marvin Jones is, it's his 11th season. The guy's on crutches pretty much like, He's doing a lot with not a heap, and I think this is probably not the year, but it's a great year to put a good foot forward. So if the defense, which has not been terrific, but in the last three weeks has made two big plays to bail us out in games where we needed something, that interception return against the Cowboys and then the fumble return last week against the Titans... They've only got to be all right. The offense can hang in. So we're playing against a team who also don't have a defense, and that's what's making me happy. Is that team who don't really have a good defense are coming across the country to play away against a team who smacked their ass over there back in week three, and I think all that matters.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and the 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 um the Chargers defense has been woeful. Um, uh, coming out of the season, they um the fifth worst fifth worst defense in the league. Third worst yeah. uh, run defense in the league, which I think is notable, um, because the the Jags have been amazing, uh, especially on the run. Um, their their run offense this season, and I think that's where they're going to absolutely destroy um, the Chargers this week. They they're very banged up uh, in defense. Charges uh, not very good and. Yeah, I, I can see them, especially the likes of Travis Etienne, having monster games against the Chargers because uh, he's been having some some monster weeks the last yeah. uh, probably five six. I think you could take it back. Yeah, A bit um, quiet
2: last week, but fair enough. The Titans are an extremely good front. But they man, are. He he did so much damage by halftime in Week Seventeen well, against the Houston Texans. Oh my god! That's
0: the that's the the comparison, right? So. The Titans are the third best run defense in the league. So that you would expect him to have that kind of game. Yeah. Now we're gonna be up against the you're gonna be up against the third worst defense, run defense. It's just gonna be um I think he's just gonna be coming out of the gates hard and quick. And then Great. just let, letting um letting Trevor settle in uh to to what is a big game in his career. Um, first playoff. Obviously, and um, hopefully they can bring home the first win for him. So,
2: yeah, One more games yeah. in the last two months than they did in the previous two years. You know, yeah, they just something's happening and it's good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good for you guys. You know, I know you guys have been suffering a lot, the Jags fans. You know, what I found interesting during the week, I sent this to you guys in the chat. They have a Jags watch party down there in Melbourne at the sport Club yeah, in Richmond.
0: Yep, yeah, that that. Adam
1: got, yeah, Adam Gotts is the Aussie, so shout out to him. You know, Hoping the Aussie does well in this game. I think, yeah, that's... that's you know really I'll be on their
2: though. Facebook to see how many guys turn up in Jags jerseys because up until now, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one on the island. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, we've and met, I've got two Fred Taylor Josh-
2: jerseys. That's where I'm at. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we met, we met, we had some guys at AC Green yeah. who went for the Jags. Our boy Josh, you know, shout out to him. Ronnie Councill, and- yeah, yeah. yeah. at the uh,
2: Wolves as well. He's a closet Jags the, fan. Yeah.
0: Matt is the only Jag in the village. I'm the only one
2: is who's he? out. Everyone else is still in the closet, mate. I'm the only one who's out. I'm the only <laughs> one with jerseys. <laughs> they all I haven't seen
0: they all Fresh Bergs out, out
2: in his jersey. I haven't seen already out in his jersey. It's just me out there in the Fred Taylor. I'm, I'm, I'm the what? only one, mate. Yeah,
0: yeah well, you got the old Fred Taylor one too, though. Hello. Uh, yeah, we? We, start, we start seeing the Lawrence jerseys.
2: I've been with the I've been with the Jags for twenty seasons, so uh, I'm you know I'm sticking with a lot of the old logo stuff, man. I want people to know how long
0: I've been a Jags fan. You can stop rubbing that in too. <laughs> You've yeah. been a Jags fan almost as long as Manjo's been alive. Yeah, it's close. I, it's
1: I really think it's close. The same year. It's the same year, literally. Yeah, he's been a Jags fan that long. But look, I, I'm a Jerry Rice fan myself, so. Yeah, there you go. I, I, um, I have the ball knowledge. I have ball knowledge myself, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, as they say. Yeah, the Let's difference pick- between
2: going for the worst team in the last 20 years and being a fan of the best receiver to ever play the game, I don't think that's comparable, mate.
1: <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, pick right, fair enough. Picked the yeah, I like the Globetrotters. Yeah, good for you, mate. <laughs> Wait, I picked a team, yeah, based on my auntie City, but yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I know why you picked the team, but you did pick a team that's perennially good. So let's yeah,
1: pick... <laughs> historically but... good,
0: perennially good.
1: Uh, but shall we move up to them? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. the other game on Sunday. All right, that's let's talk about before. the other
0: game Sunday. Let's um, let's talk yeah. about how the Seahawks are going to beat the Forty Nine ers where it matters most.
1: I'm very, I'm actually pretty worried, though. Like genuinely, because I think you should, should be because. Um, I think I've actually been waiting like my whole life for this game. Literally, I don't
0: know. I don't know. You're waiting your whole life for the game. You get one every this... year. I mean, every yeah, year no... you, you play the Packers and you beat them.
1: So, that's... Yeah, I mean, we played we play the Seahawks like twice a year, but we haven't played them in the playoffs since the 2013 championship game. That one game still lives on in my memory. We played a virtual playoff game against them in 2019 in the last week of the season. But that's not playoffs, though. We beat them, not, but that's not playoffs. So, look, we won a division championship against them this year as well. You know, 2019-2022, we beat them to win a division championship. But, as they say, the West is not enough. I think this is where the Niners need to know that, yeah, the job's not done right now. It's four more games. They... They can't slack off here. And look, they've had the Seahawks number the, the two times they met this year. They, they've they been absolutely dominating. And with different quarterbacks too, like Jimmy and Brock both times, like just came in and just absolutely demolished the Seahawks. I think the defense, it's a handful for that Seahawks offense, but I'm worried, you know, like there's two games of tape out there. You know, they can find that sort of weakness in them they can find that sort of um that sort of weakness that they can exploit I'm also, very I'm worried no, about that
0: there's no real weakness though there's no real weakness to this 49ers team I actually see this 49 in all honesty I see this 49ers team getting through to the Super Bowl um I, I think they'll they'll sweep through this uh, uh, even against even against the Eagles um even, even they too. Gonna play, they're gonna play in Philly. Uh, if they play the Eagles, and it, it won't matter. I don't think it's going to matter at all. The the 49ers are third best in, on, and I love these stats today, they're third best in offense, they're second best in defense. Um, and, you know, this week they're going up against the, C, the, the Seattle, who are sort of 20s. They're in the 20s for both. Um, they've been amazing. The 49ers have been amazing this season, and they've sort of slowly, slowly come about and built... I mean we were really going on about them early in the season. You had a couple of huge rant days. Um Yeah, I did.
1: The players yeah, in the Falcons yeah. games. But I, I think, you know, that trade for Christian McCaffrey in games where it, they're ten and 0 virtually it was a with change. him. The it one was a game change. they've lost. Yeah, the one thing they've the one game, sorry, they've lost was against the Chiefs when he didn't even know like the playbook. Jimmy had to point out where he should go. But apart from that, they they've won ten in a row with him. I think McCaffrey, yeah, he's definitely, he's he definitely been the, the key catalyst. Here. He's been the catalyst. Uh, it's know, almost it- it's almost like, I don't know, Like I know there's like five votes you can put for MVP this year. I think Christian McCaffrey should deserve one, at least a few votes from voters this year for the MVP race because he's really turned around this Niners team. The, that trade the Niners made really turned around this season, and if they win the Super Bowl, I'd argue... Best in season trade of all time because he's really changed that offense from a good offense into something that you can't even imagine. And when Brock Purdy came in too, you couldn't even imagine he'd be a way better quarterback to both Garoppolo and Lance. And that's me being a Lance fan, by the way. I'm saying these things. Like, I think, you know, like Niners fans, they're all like Lance fans, Garoppolo fans. I'm just a fan of yeah, the other QB, but whoever's the QB. But for me, I think the way this matchup goes is how the nights turn out. I've watched the I've watched the NFL long enough where I know the first game of the playoffs is always the most hyped up one. You always expect the team to come out strong, and then there's always this weird moment. I remember Chiefs and Texans back in 2015. People are not going to remember Chuck Kendrick West first kickoff of the entire playoffs returns for a touchdown. Don't forget, like, Josh Allen's first playoff game, 2019 against Sean Watson, the Texans. How wacky that game was. Went to overtime and Allen for yeah. a pick and then Watson led the team they led down. led by, like, 16
2: Look, and bottled it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, last year, what was it? Bengals, Raiders, the inadvertent whistle that just stopped this random... Bengals touchdown, it was just so crazy, and the Bengals went on to win. There's always this crazy moment that happens in the very first game of the playoffs. That's that's what I'm thinking. The Niners need to take advantage of that crazy moment. Whenever it happens, What whatever happens, I mean, look, even the Raiders had to suck Connor Cook in the first game of a playoffs. Like, that's they how to crazy what? things can stop. They, 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 to they had to but, suck Connor Cook.
2: Connor Cook versus Brock oh, right. Osweiler Sorry. was a playoff game. That's
1: not what I that, thought
0: you said. Was... I thought that's not what I thought you said, to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought I, you said stuck was... on a cookie, and I was like, What? what <laughs> I might
0: as well
2: have. <laughs> I mean, it was a yeah, bad mean, day that's out. How
1: bad, that, that's how bad, man, like Connor Cook was. But see, I do have all these sort of memories of these opening rounds, first game of the whole wild card. Across the NFL, being a crazy one, and I think this is where the Niners just play their A game. You know, just go out there, do your job. You know, turn up for all four quarters. Don't choke and win. That's it. That's all they got to do. Don't
0: choke. I'm, don't choke
1: I, and win. Yeah, yeah. That's all I've got. And I'm brilliant at those things, got.
0: though. They're,
2: they've got a real great track oh, record of no. stuffing shit up. Like, yeah, they, they they truly let last year's championship game go. Um I can I smell think, yeah. I can smell a 13-10 game of two teams who are just too fucking nervous. You've got a quarterback who's never seen a professional team before turns up uh, he's getting carried he's not the truck he's the trailer. Yeah. Um and and I think it's the moment's going to be really big for him against the defense who aren't even that good and the the, the way he's going to be successful is if he can just keep McCaffrey moving. I I, I at the moment's really big and it's It's difficult to imagine that he's got it in him. But he's also playing against a team who don't have the world's greatest offense. But you know one thing they are? Efficient. Gino is the most efficient passing quarterback in the league. And man, can't you just hear the plates rattling of a team who just don't finish against this team who are a complete trap? I mean, I don't want to foreshadow that this is going to be like a horrible game out for San Francisco. But I mean, can't you see it being one of those games where... It's just in the balance the whole way, and it's not until the fourth quarter that it actually gets cleared up, where one team gets the the second score lead.
1: No, I yeah, can, I'm... I can,
0: I can absolutely, mate. Yeah, I can smell yeah, that. I can see it too. I can see it. Yeah, I
1: see I'm. It. I'm a bit. I'm a bit worried. You know, just thinking about all this, like this is a. This is probably the one opponent I want to avoid. Even I, I want to avoid yeah. the Packers. I want. I think the Niners. Yeah, they wouldn't have matched up well. Against the Packers, even because we wouldn't know. I feel like the unknown, whereas we know Seattle. I think that's why I would yeah, prefer Seattle. Helpful. But, but I'm worried because they know us too, and I think they'll know Purdy. He can get a bit, bit shy under pressure. I think the Dolphins, like first up when Purdy was out there, Dolphins sent blitzes, and Purdy was just like, oh fuck, I'll just check it down over the middle, of Kittle or McCaffrey. I'll get the yards. I think. Yeah, Kittle has been on a tear recently, starting that Seattle game with two touchdowns. He's had, like, a couple touchdowns in every single game. And I think, for me, I'd really like to see George Kittle go off this week, of course, as a Niners fan. But I think he's got a real a real sort of streak on him where he can absolutely do the best he can. And the Niners need him this week. And I think Kittle, that's why I picked him up in that fantasy draft, Maddie, because... I really am believing in a big kittle game. I think honestly, I don't want to jinx my team but I think the Niners, I'm going to pick the Niners think, in this they're gonna get it. I, oh, I'm going to pick them. So. I'm going to take them. It'll I, be like in, a 20-10 to 10 Super game. Super Bowl, yeah. yeah, in my Super Bowl bracket which you guys can join us, you know, in the superbowlchallenge.com.au yes. in our league. Winner gets a free NFL Game Pass subscription by the way. Join us. I, I'm straight up saying I've got the Niners going to Super Bowl but I won't be spoiling it until Saturday when I drop in a pastry press and hold the full bracket. You guys just going to go up against me. But, yeah, I do have the Niners going to the Super Bowl, as as my football mind says. But the fan in me just absolutely hates this game. And I I I hope it ends I, in a Niners yeah. win. I can watch the Jaguars win, hopefully, on Sunday.
0: I um, yeah, I I'd definitely pick in the 49ers here. But I am hoping that it's not going to... End up like, um, like the college football, uh, final did, where it's an absolute blowout. So that's this. Man, it's, it's no. I think it's going to be a nervous game. I prefer like what you're saying, Maddie. I agree. Yeah. It would be a much better game if it was a bit more of a nervous yeah, game. Right. Um, I agree. Like it's not
2: really two versus seven. That's no. the thing I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm like my football brain saying. I think
1: this will be. Yeah, it's not two it'll be close seven. to that. Nine it'll be close to that. Niners Cowboys game last year. I think it'll be somewhere like Maybe. that.
2: Yeah. I don't mind the idea of a yeah. one-team getting the second score ahead. And if I, it was, I was picking which team that would be, it'd be San Francisco. But, I mean, am I confident in that? Yeah. I'm certainly not picking against it, but I don't love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to be arrogant this week at all to <laughs> any Seahawks fans. So, um,
0: to, not me, to, to, win. to me, Unless- if, you, if you look at these three days at the moment, so Sunday, Monday, Tuesday here in Australia – uh, objectively, the Sunday games are the better games for the weekend. Yes, it's the better complete yeah. week day.
2: Well, I don't no, know. I still I, think there's some pretty good games to happen, but um, I mean, if we move the, on, the, the, the game season. that I've got the most skin in is clearly the the, the, yeah. the Sunday. So you if know, we, we move on. Yeah, to I usually don't have a bias like this in playoffs
1: because I'm usually not there.
0: <laughs> if we move on, yeah, to Monday, got, I mean, su- simply we got we got the Bills and the Dolphins. at yeah. uh, five a.m. Oh game. man. Um, Even Marky
1: the, Mark would not be confident. In the the dolphins, dolphins, unfortunately,
0: the dolphins are uh, apparently are. I got to play Teddy two golfs. so Bridgewater should be. Um, oh, he should yeah. apparently apparently he was healthy last week, and they chose not to play him. Um, yeah, apparently a very, a very interesting uh, decision. So he could do it. So they gave him an extra week. Uh, but we're gonna. It's going to be switching back and forth between Teddy and Skylar, Skyler really. So um, uh, it's hard. The Dolphins, it's just, if this was Tua and the Dolphins, it'd be an amazing matchup, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's different. We yes, saw that yeah. too,
2: Tua and the Dolphins. Um, give these guys a real run for their money down in, um, down in Florida earlier in the year and come away with the Vickies too, which is good. It's so um,
1: upsetting. That the pot. Yeah. Yeah, but and also Tua. in Buffalo, I remember in that, that second game they played, on, which was on a Saturday, a Saturday game, which was Sunday here, that second game. It was absolutely incredible the way Tua was playing in the snow and everything, you know, snowballs pelting at Tyreek Hill and they're still (laughs) playing great. Like that's the way I think the Dolphins can play against the Bills. It's just we're not gonna see it because Tua's not out there. And that's really a shame for all of us football fans. I really hope that there's good news for Tua. Hopefully no more concussions or anything because this game was scary with his whole situation. But yeah, I just I don't see the Dolphins progressing past this look game at We've because
2: got I'm Jag sweep, 49ers sweep, Bills sweep. So to Ian's point, you know, there's there's not a lot of decision making going on here. <laughs> no, no. we're yet to have an argument. <laughs> are we going to have an argument
0: over the next one though? Over Vikings Giants?
2: Yeah. Look, Does anyone deign to go
0: the Giants here? Anyone? The, um, the Giants almost pulled it off in Minnesota uh, only a couple of weeks ago. It yeah,
1: took a, they did.
0: It, it took a 62-yard field. Yeah, field goal from um, Greg Joseph to, to win the game, uh, which is amazing because then the following weekend, Greg Joseph almost cost us the game by yeah. completely missing field goals that were totally – it was completely easy. He's missing like 20, 30 yarders. Um I it's in Minnesota. You yep. know, it's in Minnesota again. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be a real different atmosphere to, to the first game against the Giants, even though that US Bank Stadium is always loud, it's always yep. full. The the Vikes fans are always out in force. This Great. is gonna be um intense for anybody on in and around the Giants. Um They've, the Giants, yeah. as we talked about, like they went six and one early in the season and finished nine seven and one. So they haven't been on the the biggest terror coming into the playoffs. Really, uh, nope. they've been very up and down. Um, and even though they rested players last week, I think. Uh, I think we. I think you're on the podcast last, Matty, when we were talking about the Giants and the fact that if you stop, if you figure out how to stop Saquon Barkley, you stop the Giants. And well, yeah.
2: Because, I mean, have a look at their receiving core, too. He's kind of got Trevor syndrome here. Who's his best wide receiver? Like, someone else's oh, off-cut yeah. at best, you know, Like, and take your pick on who it is. You, you're not queuing up to get yourself a slice of Darius Slayton if he's a hit in the market, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, 100% it's... It, Cut if yourself you off a one. slice
0: of Darius Slayton.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Are you yes slicing that up. But, but even then, so... Saquon, I, I can't explain this. Why is he not involved in the passing game?
1: Mm. Yeah, Anyone? easy dump-offs. Surely some easy dump-offs, man. I
2: don't if know. they ever solved that, this Giants team would be fine, fine, fine. But they haven't solved it. They're going to Minnesota to play actually a really good team. who are finally playing like a really good team. And Okay, so the last time it was a last-minute kick. I don't think that's going to be the case this time.
0: No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either, but you can't – and you can't – you have to – sorry, my brain needs to focus. Um, There's a million things going on here, and it's all Vikings-related, both worry and dread. Yeah, um, coming from here, though, it's it's a lot of stress. In a one-score game, the Vikings, uh, you can't discount them at all. And if it comes down to a one-score game again, I don't think it's – I think it's all Vikings. Uh, I I really, really hope that it's more than a one-score game, we need to get out to a lead early. Uh, yep. We need to get out of the lead early, and then the defence needs to play the way that they have uh, probably week 16 and 17, more than anything, where they are strong and they do the right thing. Yep. Um, Secondary
2: has turned up the last couple of games, which hadn't been reliable.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. Like They're the- definitely on the tertiary Taylor talks about.
2: No, no, they've definitely put a plug in that.
0: Thank goodness.
1: Yeah, thank gosh. But you, look,
0: you your thoughts
1: on this one? Yeah, this one's an interesting one. I just this is probably my game to pick on the Monday to watch. if I had to pick one of these three. Definitely be this one. I think mm. this has the makings of a classic in this. I think this one, I'm sorry, Ian, but you're probably gonna have a few heart attacks either way. Either, oh no, either I either win or lose. I know I am you yeah, can
0: this... guarantee at some point we're gonna be talking online and I will go radio silent for a while. Because yep. I, yeah. I have been known, to, I've been known to switch Vikings um, games off for a quarter, and I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, get boy. I will get annoyed and I'll be like, "What the fuck is going on in this game?" I'm and actually yeah. the
1: total opposite. I'll, I'll no, go I'm away from opposite. it and
0: then I'll I'll come back like ten minutes later and all I'll do is Google the score. And if the score is different, I'll go okay. Maybe is this like back. the weather
2: in Melbourne? What you do? Is you go inside for now and you come back out? It's a whole different season, not a different day. It's a whole different
1: season outside. <laughs> is that how the Vikings work
0: it does. It. It. it, it
1: yes. <laughs> they did play a classic between these two teams uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I think a guy that was huge in that game, TJ Hawkinson. Yes. I really want to see him yeah. go off again, and obviously not just because I did pick him in our Aussie NFL fantasy game this week, but also because Hawkinson. I think he can be a real difference maker against this Giants secondary. I think a lot of the Giants' work this week. Obviously, has to go towards Justin Jefferson. You always got to target him first, and then you got to look at a guy like Dalvin Cook second. I think they're really looking at putting all their defensive line on Cook, and then you've got a guy in feeling. Yeah, you can can depend on feeling at times, but I'd rather depend on Hawkinson than feeling. Hawkinson's got that a bit more big playability than feeling, in my opinion. I think. I think the difference, yeah, might be in Hawkinson and the Vikings receiving call, just getting down to all these like third options, fourth options in that receiving attack for Kirk. He's just going to make the right reads and everything. I think that's the key for the Vikings to win. I expect them to win too. I think they yeah. will win. I think I'm hoping the Niners and the Vikings will win. Full fireworks next week on the podcast for sure. The,
0: um, it, this The last game against the Giants, uh, uh, which was we... It was 20... Oh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas Day. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jefferson yeah, it went was. for 133 and Hawkinson went mm. for 109 and two TDs. So you're right. It is going to be... And this is why they brought in Hawkinson. This is why they traded for him. Um,
1: yeah, 13 catches too on that one as yeah. well. He's exactly, an absolute monster. This exact reason is why
0: they traded for Hawkinson. Um, which is actually uh, one... the best in-season trade of the year. Yeah, no, not no. just having
2: a shot at Manjot with his 49ers one, but just uh, saying, you, you in terms start. of impact, could you ask for a bigger impact player for your team? No,
0: it's no, but it's was it was exactly what you pressure. needed, yes. Yeah. So, we are looking, yeah, we're looking good injury wise too, as well. Is, is the next part. Um, I think at the moment, Vikings, the only one that's going to be really be out is going to be Cameron Dansler, which has happened the last few mm-hmm. weeks, so it's just, yeah, we a cornerback. Um, it's huge. But we'll have yeah, Garrett. who's been
2: playing terrifically, and that's kind of where the big hole has been in that defense now. Is well, what are you doing that secondary without him?
0: Yeah, we're likely to have Garrett Bradbury back, which is going to be great. In the center. Um, yeah, so that's that's going to make a lot of difference for for Cousins as well, because uh, even at, even at home, the way US Bank Stadium is, um, a lot of their um, a lot of their timing is silent counts and stuff as well. Uh, and I think that's because of the way EOS bag stadium is because it does get so loud
1: in Smart. there. Yeah. Um, it's built like that, yeah. yeah it is what's built your like natural
0: that.
2: advantage? Lean on it,
0: yeah, exactly. So, uh, we're looking good on even on injuries, yeah. So Pretty happy, double people. That. It is for me, I man.
1: To, I can't wait to hear the Viking horn like all day on Sunday, oh, oh, sorry, they're Monday they're... morning. I'm going to be like listening to that and get stuck into my head. And I'm going like, like all of Monday night. I hate, I hate this no. game
0: time, by the way, though. This game time is horrible for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you'd better get into it, then. This is, I don't know. Uh, maybe I might have to be sick on Monday.
2: Um, you're, you're looking a bit unwell already, mate. So yeah, I think you should, so, yeah, just
0: Yeah, he's turning a bit purple. Well, turning a bit purple. We've got him. we turned it purple. Uh, you're already looking unwell. Speaking, Speaking
1: of, pur- of turning purple, yeah. of, turn of
0: purple, uh, Ravens Bengals, like, what can you say about this? There's not. Is Lamar? Oh, we back?
1: talked about Is- the Ravens. Is Lamar? No, nah, Lamar's. No, Lamar's missed his like 39th straight par- practice or something. Literally, well, that's, well, how he- that's not, not even an- If Lamar's yeah. not
0: back, why are we talking about this game then? Yeah. Like it's just Bengals domination,
1: man. I'm-, gonna be. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm fully I'm
0: in. This, this, to me, if, if we were making yeah. big predictions this week, Manjot, this would be the biggest blowout of the week.
2: Yeah, this is the 24-3 oh, to 3 game, right?
1: Yeah. I think, look, for me, I think the Bengals, they've got too much firepower. They've, the Ravens secondary has played sometimes like pure garbage at times this year to be, to be very blunt. And I think the Bengals have that firepower. You've got... Jamar Chase, you've got Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. These guys are just absolutely incredible football players. I think the Bengals, they're a team to really, really watch here. We're talking about Bills, Chiefs, all the time. But the Bengals feel like this third team. It's like it's like the middle child, you know? Like The Chiefs are like the oldest child, getting all the attention. Then the youngest child comes in, that's the Bills. But then there's this weird middle child in the Bengals who gets like zero attention, no love. Like that's how I feel about this Bengals team. They're just this weird middle child out in this AFC top three. And I think they've got a real point to prove. And I wonder, I
0: wonder if this point differential gets so big uh, in this, or the game gets so easy for the Bengals, where <laughs> if they start resting some starters, to prepare mm. for that, that game against
1: Buffalo, which would be the, the following week. Um, yeah, if it, if no offsets happened, that is. Yeah, there's an inevitable Bengals-Bills game again. And, look, I hope, you know, I hope that game just is absolutely incredible. You know, definitely hope it doesn't happen like the last Bengals-Bills game. You know, that was... Just wanted to put some more thoughts out there for the hamlin His family, glad to see him out of hospital, by the way. Just want to take a quick moment for him. You know, his family as well. Glad to see him out of all the hospitals and everything. Transferred from Cincinnati to Buffalo and today got discharged. So, you know, good to see him. He's recovering. It's good to see him recover. You know, it's been been a tough time for us football fans. But, you know, good to see we all rallied around DeMar Hamlin. Just wanted to put some quick thoughts in here as well. You know, just, yeah.
2: So yeah. what so, has to happen for the Ravens to be competitive?
0: That, just playing a bit of t- turn it around. Well, it has to be the defensive yeah. side of the ball. And, and yeah, you have to look too. at right. those those defensive stars to really lock in. Um, you Burrow. need
2: turnovers probably, right? That's yeah. that's the only way is if you can just pinch a couple of possessions, right?
0: Their, their secondary needs to, to light it up. Um, and, well, compared to what the they have been doing, to, yeah. Yeah, and then they need to really bring the, bring the blitz and bring the rush against Burrow, really. You need to yeah. you need to knock him on his ass like they like basically like um like the Super Bowl last year where he just got absolutely dominated, um, mm. because their 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 offensive line is still a weakness. So yes, and it's probably still it's
2: improved, but it's not great.
0: No, it's probably still their biggest weakness. So it is a bit strange that they yeah. after last after the Super Bowl last year that they didn't um they didn't instantly go out and spend a lot of money on that offset, offensive line. Uh, because there was a no. hundred. Well, it's
2: tough to get them too, right? That's the thing. Like you, you just don't it find is. fantastic offensive linemen wandering around homeless, you know?
0: No, you don't. Yeah, but, the, but yeah, and, and they would be they would be hard to trade for. I imagine the good ones yeah. would be very hard to trade for. So um, you're at the wrong
2: end of the draft to find ones. So, I mean, it, I understand that it's difficult for them, but at the same time, so if you're the Ravens, you know your defensive front is fairly stout, and that Mixon's weighted course trouble against you is really if he gets a one-yard touchdown um but it's a secondary that they've really got to just have a play or two that changes things right that's that's the only way
0: Mm. yep yeah yeah and ninth best defense so they they're right up in terms of defensive stats um so you just got to
2: keep it close enough that the opponent can't just you know switch off you've just got to keep it close enough right
0: yeah absolutely
2: well, good luck to them. I don't yeah. think they can do it, but good luck to them.
0: They're going up against the, the, the best passing offense in the league. So Yeah. Um, yeah, that's
1: what I'm talking about, man. Like this middle child that we're talking about here in the AFC, I think the Bengals can surprise people, even the Bills, even the Chiefs. We saw last year. They did the same thing. And I think this year, it was a lot of us are still sleeping on them, but... I- I'm going to warn everyone the Bengals' rise is still going to come this year. I think they're a team that peaks at the right time, and I think their, their peak is yet to come this year. I'm going to warn everyone about that.
2: No, I Well overdue for something good to happen to them.
1: <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yeah. agree,
0: mate.
2: A lot of teams are. So what are we left with? We're We've left got-
0: with Zach Prescott Tom Brady. The I Cowboys think this is going to just- be the
2: one where we... Get some disagreement going on here.
0: The Cowboys. Versus I think the we Bucks. do. I think we Look, do too, because I think I honestly think my first my first thoughts and the thoughts that I've had coming into the to the week, probably even during last week, is the Cowboys are going to win this game against the Bucks. Um, everyone's everyone's always on about the Cowboys losing playoff games, and yes, I agree. It is funny, um, <laughs> and it is it is actually quite it really hilarious is. when every year they you know, the, the Cowboys could, in in this, in this day and age. The Cowboys could honestly uh, go undefeated through a regular season and still lose the first playoff game. Yeah. So, you know, because it's... My
1: my prediction, though, like, this will easily be the most watched NFL game this week. Well, it's
0: the only only one on Tuesday, mate, so it's... Yeah,
1: but (laughs) also it's... It's It's also America's America's
0: (laughs) team versus Tom Brady, too, so...
1: Yeah, that's the exact storyline that I'm looking at. Yeah, I think this will be everyone's. I wouldn't say the most anticipated, but definitely the one that everyone like watches. You 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 hate watching for one or two reasons. Either you hate the Cowboys or you hate Tom Brady. I Is know it, a lot of people hate both, but uh, look, you isn't hate. It interesting watching the way Americans
0: one. think, where they will say the phrases like "America's team versus Tom Brady," which essentially equates to. America versus Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Captain America, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm yeah, Captain America, Captain America right yeah, yeah. Is no, that will be
0: Dak, wouldn't it? They'd all be calling Dak that. Um, what happens in this game, really? The Cowboys have played are so up and down. I was going to say horrendously, they played a horrendous last week. They basically played yeah, first, yeah, they played their first team as last week, it still went down to, to the commanders. Um, mm. so. Yeah, and they were saying they're saying in the media that they weren't watching the Eagles' scoreline. They weren't watching the Eagles' game. They were just kind of they were trying to go out there and focus on beating the Commanders. If that's true, and that's the way you played in that game, how do you? That means you you believe them, right? Yeah, I'm saying if that's true, if that's what I don't believe them. I think they
2: saw the Eagles were out to a lead, took the foot off the gas.
0: That's right, but it's still your first team in your first team, still should have destroyed the commanders if you were like the Like they always player. do. Yeah. Once you can't change
2: your ranking, then what does it matter?
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. But you want, to, you want to go in with strength. If you're going you to get paid
2: whether you turn up to work or not,
0: then you might take the day off. You want to go into something like this with positivity, though.
2: Yeah, you do. But you also want to go into it not licking wounds you don't have to have. I don't know. I, I, I also do this to Taylor a bit where he'll say something and I'll just go, well, what's the opposite of that? How do I make that case, whether I believe it or not? Um, so, sorry, Ian. You're getting a bit of that.
1: <laughs> oh, no, fine. Well, what, do you, what, do you, what do
0: you think about this game, Eddie? What are your I,
2: I think this is the Dak Prescott moment, right? You're either going to see him just wilt to this 45-year-old quarterback who's just had all the playoff success you could ever want multiple times over, or you're going to see him extinguish the guy, maybe end his career, and that might be enough to propel him into being a really worthwhile back for the rest of the way because the next game after that will only be the team they see and hate the most i mean could the stakes get any higher for a guy who's just ended the greatest player's career well maybe he's playing pretty well i don't know i i map this out and you're going to think this is nuts I, I, See a horrible, horrible path to the Cowboys making the championship game. And Manjot would love that because then they can meet the 49ers
1: and he could disappoint oh, them all God. over again. Um, I love that, man. Me and Jack would I think our I French, I just I don't french think it's much somehow survived last year. I, I think if the 49ers make the Cowboys, I'll make a bet to Jack. Come on one yeah. of my podcasts, man. We go get you on. Yeah, I'll make a bet, I'll put it out there to him. You know, I'll get it out. We we need the full on shit talking between the boys when that if that happens, if that happens, I I don't know if that will happen, and I honestly hope it doesn't because worry about revenge all the time. But in this one though, yeah. everyone's talking up the Cowboys. Everyone's talking them up. Everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, they've got you know Dak Prescott, Ceedee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs," you know. Keep listening, yeah, man. Zach right? Martin. No. All these You're stars are digging a
0: hole deeper, mate. Look, like it's
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, everyone's thinking about all these stars, but then you look at the the Bucks. They have stars too. We we haven't seen them play. I think we haven't seen the Bucks play to their full potential since that Week One game against the Cowboys. That was pretty much the full potential, and they have the exact that was the full plan. potential. That was four field goals. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. I know it. That was that's real the awful Bucks' bunch. full potential. I, I, They're okay. in trouble. No, no, no. I, I, I'm talking about Bucks' full defensive potential here. Yes, I, yeah, I yeah. Sort of worded, I think their offensive potential is definitely fully on show against the Panthers about a couple weeks ago when Mike Evans was yeah. just absolutely catching dimes. No, but didn't do the it, to the but, Panthers. But the problem is that
0: yeah. that was but, the Panthers' this is number the one. It was the Panthers, is, though, and yeah, everyone's going on. Everyone's going on like the Bucks are going to win. this. people are going, and it's not every. You are saying everyone's cowboys, but it, Matt is right. This is where the division is in terms of splitting people. Yeah. In, in these playoff games. The Bucks. People yeah, I, are getting on the Bucks and want to pick the Bucks. Is they are going Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Mike Evans and Tom Brady have had one good game, for intense.
1: Yeah, spent okay,
0: the entire true. And it's about how one less than last match. year. That's right. Yeah,
1: well, yes. Yeah, but that That's rush all. defense My of the of the Buccaneers is so good. The Cowboys have two great running backs, but that rush defense is very very good of the Bucks, We saw that in week 1, too. The Cowboys could only score like three points on them and Dak played most of that game until getting hurt. Like he only got hurt at the end of that game. So you can't even use that excuse. It's just that Dak he he needs to show up. Are we going to bring week right one now. into it, though? Do you want to talk about week one, San Francisco? I know this is big. <laughs> okay. Yeah. True. All right. I mean, right. I don't know. Pop, pop just 18, December, if you're going to
0: do it, let's do it. <laughs> it, was, it was
1: 18 weeks
0: ago, no, let's nearly look at, five let's, months look, ago today. Look at December, man, John. Mm. December has okay. objectively been horrible for the Bucks. They, they started out by only just beating the Saints 17 16. So one point. Then they. Got absolutely obliterated by the 49ers 35-7. Then they yeah. lose to the Bengals 34-23. Yeah. They they only just beat the Cardinals 19 yeah. 16 in overtime. Uh they have to only just beat the, the Panthers, Trace
2: McSorley bloody Cardinals, too. Not yes. not even the Colt McCoy Cardinals, which somehow is an upgrade.
0: Yep. and then they get to January they only just mm-hmm. beat the Panthers for the division title 30 to 24 and then last week they, they even I know yes you've got your division title but you the way you've been playing surely you play starters and you actually get some shit going and they lose to the Falcons yeah
1: so i mean that's fair yes
0: talking, that is fair 49ers and Bengals in that uh are basically they've they've gotten smashed by both teams yeah and they're the play—that's that's playoff caliber. Every other team that they've beaten so far has been. About to run really, up against
2: a twelve-win team who kind of took the week off last week.
0: They're really close yeah. games. They've been really close games against really bad teams, especially the Cardinals and the Saints.
1: I agree, but in in saying that, I I think I would lean towards the Cowboys based on this year, but based on everything else. Like playoffs, you can throw this year out of the window. It's one game. And in one game, who would you trust? The Cowboys or Tom Brady? Like, I think it's going to get ugly
2: what, for the Bucs. That's all. I just think it's going to get
1: ugly. I think I think this will get ugly for them too I, unless they keep it close at the end. If this is close to the end, the Bucs win. Like, if it's there's no way to losing agree, a close I agree.
0: There, and that's the point I was going to make. The Cowboys need to start strong. The first half yeah. is where it's going to come down to because they need to get a massive lead. You get a massive lead, Tom Brady's... And yes, he's done it before, but this Buccaneers team is not coming back from a massive...
1: Um, no, death. I
2: don't think my horses are that good. So, yeah,
1: 100%. The horses have been and that
0: good.
2: They wouldn't be below 500. Yeah.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: But if it's close into the fourth quarter, then you're talking about yeah. Tom Brady fourth quarters again and all that magic and he really is just cool and calm under pressure when it comes to two-minute drills. Oh, it's just two it's minutes fine before. if
2: his defense plays. His defense has been hammering. points out the arsehole like nobody's business. Like no, it's, it's not seen, even about Brady anymore.
0: But You've seen what usually happens is that he'll mm. get the he'll get the ball with six eight minutes to go, and he controls the game so the defense can't get on the field. So they don't. Yeah, so some
1: bullshit ass winning, it, drive. Yeah, so some bullshit winning drive. Like yeah, he doesn't get winning drive every time. He does
0: some shit like that.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys anyway. And I'm taking them in a big, big way too. I reckon they could run away with it and put up like a 30 to, yeah, you, you know, 31 you, 20, right? 20 kind of score. Yeah.
1: know? Wait, wait. What is that Ian now? Are you, are you I'm, actually, I'm actually real torn. Like, I think this will be a game time decision for me to choose this one. But honestly, at this point, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going with the box. I, I, I know people are going to hate on me, call me Cowboys hater. I know this is probably going to backfire. And I I see, the thing is, I expect the Cowboys to win. That's the thing. I expect them to win. But the thing is, can they win? That's what it comes down to. Can Tom Brady win in the playoffs? That's what it comes down to. It's, it's a difference between expectation and... And what might happen. And that's that's two different things, that is. Yeah, you can right. expect something to happen, but that not that might be not what you think might happen. You know, that's why I think with the Niners. Like, I, I expect the Niners to win this league. I expect the Vikings to win this league. I expect these sort of teams to win this league, like the Bills, the Bengals, the Cowboys. I expect them all to win this league. But what might happen is actually the scariest part for all five of those teams that you expect to win, but they might not win. I think this is the game where this exact thing I'm talking about, this is me going full philosophical mode right now, talking <laughs> about this shit. But I, I'm I'm going to be full philosophical mode. This is the one game that can prove this exact one what I'm, what I'm talking about, this difference between it. Expectation and what might actually happen. And I think if you look at it like the Cowboys, they choke in the playoffs a lot. Tom Brady, he's a he's a born winner. And I think that's the difference between these two teams. And I think that might show up in the end. And if the Bucs defense plays a perfect first half, perfect first three quarters, even perfect first three and a half quarters, then Tom Brady is going to snatch the souls away from the Cowboys. He's never lost to the Cowboys in his career. He's 7-0 and against them. This could be the time where he goes 8-0, and and I think I'm going to tip his way. I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady in this situation.
0: What I mean, there was always going to be one.
2: There's always yep. going to be one. I'm glad that man just sticking his neck out.
1: Yeah, I'm going bold. We're talking about this every show. We're talking about how bold I've been going. But I think, yeah, this is the one. I think I I could honestly, yeah, people could hate me for it. I know Cowboys fans probably going to hate me for tipping against them already. But I know a Cowboys fan myself, talk to him every single day. And he even, he, is kind of worried about this. He's very worried about this one actually. Not even kind of. He's very worried about this game. And I think I think a lot of Cowboys fans secretly are too. And I'm I'm worried for them as well. And hopefully for them, it turns out better. Hopefully for Brady it turns out his way. You know, it's just every every single thing in that game is off in the air. And I think that's the truth 50-50. That's why we love the NFL playoffs. One game you're in, you win, you're, you're into next round, you lose, you're out. Fucking is all-time
2: against game. the Cowboys in the playoffs, though. and 2 scored 17 yeah. points, eaten 70.
1: So, no, nah. take that for you, oh, Will. No. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's
0: definitely going to be tough. <laughs>
2: One uh, thing we can all agree on is the jags. The
1: <laughs> jags. Yeah,
2: we,
0: I
1: mean, we, we all love the jags. We, we actually
2: out. we can all agree on the jags, the 49ers and the and and the Vikings. We've we've all agreed on that. So uh huzzah, boys, we'll be back next week feeling all pretty good about ourselves I'd say.
0: Yeah, we've agreed on stuff. <laughs> I don't know. amazing I have to bring my argumentative
2: uh, self next week and bring bring spicy buddy next week.
1: (laughs) Spicy buddy. Bring Taylor. Uh, I've been spicy enough. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor to punch it in. He reckons he'll
2: have he'll have a better shot at uh, joining in next week too, he reckons. So fingers crossed. Yeah. So he reckons, I'll take him in his (laughs) way. Oh man. I love
0: it. That's been a good chat, mate. That's been a good chat, boys. I've loved it. So thank you I for having me show. on.
2: I, this is my it. second on. appearance on the show, and and I'm loving it just as much as I did the first time. I'm glad I didn't get cancelled after the first one. I thought oh, maybe no. you might never invite me back, so I'm very pleased. Nah, Maddie. Thank come you, on, man.
1: You can't be Welcome like that. Welcome
0: back anytime. You can't Welcome back anytime. We've all been talking yeah. about uh, about role sharing between podcasts for a little bit yeah. now. Anyway, um, it's gonna be I'll, some mixing it up. I'll be uh, yeah. I'll be can't wait
1: here. for the network.
0: Yeah, I'll be joining the Aussie NFL fantasy crew on their podcast uh, next week. Yes,
2: you will. Yes, you will. I'll be trying to. And I'll
1: remain on both podcasts. Some
0: semblance of of normality. No, I mean,
2: (laughs) we're going to try and get Ian to uh, draft a fantasy playoff team as well. So uh, it's going
0: to be it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, it'll be great. Right. But that's it.
2: We're in for the fun next week on the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. It's, uh, it's oh, yeah. a whole bunch of trivia and fun and games. So come and join. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And don't forget to join our bracket challenge, superbowlchallenge.com.au. Yes. The code is off on Pacey Press NFL or Good at Gridiron or Aussie NFL Fantasy. You can find it everywhere. We're going to put up posts and stories about it all week leading up to the game so definitely don't miss out you can win a free NFL Game Pass subscription thanks to NFL Australia they're sponsoring our league so definitely get on board because it's something you don't want to miss guys you don't want to miss this this is a once in a a lifetime opportunity we're getting sponsored by NFL Australia let's get this all let's get big league going amongst us try and fight it out as many of us as we can for that free NFL Game Pass subscription
0: Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Well, very well said. That's what we should we should all be doing. That's what we're trying to do is bring all of the uh, the Aussie NFL and Gridiron crews together uh, yeah. and try and push forward with the help of NFL Australia, hopefully, uh, and show the world that uh, just because we're Aussies and we're down on it doesn't mean we don't love the American game. Uh, it doesn't mean we don't know what we're talking about either. Uh, we just like yeah. to do things the Australian way and have fun the Australian way while we're talking about it. So, as always, My if, life, mate. Yeah, you can catch us all on social media uh, at G'day Gridiron on Facebook and Instagram. You can catch Manjot at Pastry Press NFL. You can catch Maddie uh, at Aussie NFL Fantasy and also there's uh, at Maddie Podcast, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's me. Come and throw all your hate at me, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you might hear some different opinions and some stuff from us over the weekend, some yelling yeah. and screaming maybe. Uh, but let's see how we go. But until uh, next time, until the other side of Super Wildcard Weekend, that's us being uh, here.
1: Thank you, everyone.